Welcome to Total Teen Health and Wellness, the podcast for parents of teenagers to learn more about how medical and mental health issues are affecting their teen children. This is Dr. Shauna Garza, and I'm an adolescent medicine physician, providing essential education and helpful guidance to parents of teens and young adults. This podcast encourages parents to empower their teen children to live healthy and balanced lives. Hi, everyone. It's Dr. Shauna Garza, your host of Total Teen Health and Wellness. Today for episode 17, I'm going to review healthy sexuality in teens and young adults. Check out episode 16, where I went over options for contraceptive care in teens and young adults. And I think you'll find a lot of useful information as a parent to start those conversations with your teen children. Healthy sexuality is something that I address in patients as I take care of them as a whole person. I do have many older teens and young adults who are sexually active in their relationships. And we want to make sure that patients really think through the question, are they ready to be having sex? And are they ready to stay safe having sex? So we do talk to patients initially through the idea of what a healthy relationship really looks like. One is that we talk about healthy relationships being committed relationships, ones that have open communication where each partner can talk about what's right for them, what they're comfortable with, and really explain their wishes and desires in the relationship. One that has trust and that there's respect for each party in the relationship. And that extends into sexuality in the relationship, that those partners can make mutual sexual decisions, talking openly, both consenting to being sexually active, talking about what's okay and what's not okay, discussing using condoms, discussing birth control, And so healthy sexuality has to stem from a healthy relationship, which again starts with commitment, communication, trust, respect, and mutual sexual decisions that both parties are really on the same page around those choices. An unhealthy relationship can look very different. And many times parents will have an idea that things aren't healthy or right for their child but maybe aren't able to really identify what about it is unhealthy. Now, I'm not talking about an abusive relationship. An abusive relationship often is very unsafe. There may be forced sexual contact. That's a different scenario. And we do, of course, want parents to be aware and help their kids get the help they need and to stay safe. But an unhealthy relationship may be one that's not trusting, where there's times when one partner doesn't trust the other, or they're not honest with each other, or they're not respectful. Many times they may not be committed. There may be stories of cheating or flirting or outside relationships in the relationship. They may be feeling pressured into having sex or having more sex. That may be a condition on staying in the relationship Or they may see that as really the only value in the relationship. Usually, 
there is consensual sex, meaning both parties have consented. But in an unhealthy relationship, they may not be thinking about the consequences of having sex, really ignoring those consequences and possibly even acting recklessly. We talk about decision-making in teens as one that really reflects who they are and what they value. And we have a saying that's used in adolescent medicine that having teens make the right choices for the right reasons really is what's going to keep them healthy and safe and well. So I think it's important for teens to have a good idea around their own values around having sex. Some of this may be guided by open communication with their parents. It may be something they've talked about with friends. It may be guided by their faith or their youth group. But it's good for teens, even at younger ages, where they're not really having sex, they're not even in relationships, to think about what's right for them so that when they are confronted with those decisions, they can make the right choices for the right reasons that align with their values about who they want to be, how they want to be with people, and really what they're about. So the big question that many parents have is how do you know if your teen is ready? Maybe you see your teen in a relationship. Maybe they're 16 or 17 and they've been dating the same person for a few months. And you're thinking, I wonder if they're having sex. I wonder if they know if they're ready to have sex. What are the kind of questions that you can ask? Now, in adolescent medicine, especially in our practice at Girls to Women Young Men's Health, we have three offices in the Dallas-Fort Worth area. We ask very direct questions around this with our patients. Many parents, again, aren't sure what to ask, or their teens have kind of shut them out from that communication. But as I've said before in this podcast, is I want to empower parents to help their teens live healthy lives. And so I encourage you to open up that communication and be ready to have some really open discussions around sex and healthy sexuality in teens so that teens know that you care and you're thinking about it and you want to make sure they're thinking about being ready for sex. One of the things that's a real kind of telltale warning sign to me that someone's not ready to have sex is if they're not able to talk about it privately with me in the office. If they're getting real nervous or giggly or shut down when I ask about sexuality, then they're probably not ready. So again, they should be able to talk to their parents about sex not, you know, of course, in the moment, in the heat of the moment with their partner, but to talk about sex when they're calm and just during the day with an adult. They need to be able to plan in advance of what they are comfortable with and what they want to do and what they don't want to do. And again, that should be respected and heard and committed to in a healthy relationship. Patients should only say yes when they want to. They should not say yes to sex when they feel pressured or if they feel that it's conditioned on some other aspect of the relationship. And I always remind patients that they can change their mind. 
They can say no if they change their mind. Even if they've had sex with their partner and then they decide that that's probably not right for them or they're not ready for it, they should be able to change their mind. If teens are ready to have sex, then they should be able to explain that decision to their parents. If their parents ask, why do you think you're ready? They should be able to tell their parents why they think they're ready. Maybe it's because they can say, yes, I'm in a healthy, committed relationship. We've talked about it. I know I'm comfortable with him. And these are the things that I'm going to do to keep myself safe. They have to be able to explain that and talk about it. We want teens to feel good about this decision. So say that the family doesn't agree or say that they break up with their partner, would they still feel good about this decision? And if they do, maybe they are ready. We want to make sure that patients have thought through that this is really their idea. They're not pressured to do this or, again, that they don't feel that obligated in order to stay in the relationship. They might be ready if they are sure that they're not going to feel guilt or ashamed after having sex, that they feel good about that decision. And then we get into things related to safety around safe sex. We want to make sure that patients are able to discuss concerns that come up with their health related to sex with their partner and with their parents that they'd be able to explain to their partner if they had a sexually transmitted infection. Again, as I mentioned in the last episode around contraception, that patients have to be able to buy their own condoms without being embarrassed. If they're not able to buy their own condoms, then they're probably not ready to have sex. It takes a level of maturity to do that. And if they're not able to manage that on their own, then they probably don't have the maturity to have sex. I encourage patients of both genders to be able to put on a condom correctly every time and to stop themselves from having sex if they don't have condoms, knowing that condoms are the only way to prevent sexually transmitted infections. Is a teen ready to get themselves tested and treated for STDs? Are they able to ask their parents to get on birth control or take themselves to get on birth control? Are they ready to use birth control correctly and take it on time and get it refilled? Have they thought at all what they would do if they got pregnant? Do they know who they would turn to? who they would ask for help if they got pregnant? And then, you know, are they willing to turn to a parent or close friend if they need help? There's a lot of pieces here that teens really have to think through. Unfortunately, I do see many teens that aren't thinking through all these consequences and all these questions. Again, parents do have a role in helping them. Maybe it's a therapist, maybe it's also their physician, but I do think it starts with an open discussion around healthy sexuality from parents where you can impart your values around this topic and guide your teens based on your own life experiences. Maybe you would be open with your teen about something that didn't go well for you as a young person as a way to explain to them that you understand the risk, you've been there. 
Or maybe you talk to them about some other story in your family that has been complicated or a consequence of sex to make it real for them and to really encourage them to think through what is the right choice for them. Again, I just want to encourage you as parents to open up this communication with your teens and young adult children to help them stay safe in sex, make sure they're ready, and ultimately to live healthy, balanced lives. I hope this was a helpful episode to you, and I look forward to next time. Thanks for listening today. If this episode helped you better understand the health of your teen and you're ready to learn more, please subscribe to hear future episodes of this podcast. Consider sharing it with other parents of teenagers. And remember, parents can help their teens live healthy and balanced lives.